Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them every month at the Canal Cafe Theatre. This story was performed by Rachel Firth. In March 2010 where the theme was lost and found. In January 2009, I had everything you could wish for from a successful middle-class life. I had things like a a good job, a flat, a partner. I was even on the waiting list for an allotment for a while. (laughs) But... By July, I'd lost all of these, and all of a sudden I was free of everything. Um, And I'd often wished to be free of everything, and now I had complete freedom, and it was driving me nuts. I started having really bad panic attacks, and I developed claustrophobia, and then I got agoraphobia. Um, There was a good couple of weeks when I only truly felt comfortable in doorways. (laughs) But... (laughs) Well, I... I couldn't find anything that I needed for my world in England, so I decided I needed to ship out for a while. So I decided to go to Thailand, the land of smiles. What could cheer me up more than that? And I'm technically considered a giant over there, so that was good. (laughs) (laughs) So I spent a month there. I spent time reading, uh, walking, um, making judgments on cultural differences. Apparently it's unhygienic to have a flush on the toilet, completely fine to have a dog in the kitchen. (laughs) I try not to judge cultural differences, um, but... My country once had an empire. What have you ever done? <laughs> but I did, I did lots of travelling around, and I made one trip um, from um, Koh Tao, which is an island on the east of Thailand, um, to Krabi on the west coast in the mainland. The trip would involve a six-hour boat ride and then a four-hour coach journey. Um, I could have got a ticket that incorporated both, but I would have had to get it through a travel agent, and they used minivans. Now, hopefully that's self-explanatory, but I was quite worried about the claustrophobia. So I thought... <laughs> I thought, I, w- I will do it independently. I'm, I'm bright, you know, I, I will cope, I, I can do this. Now, if you've ever feel let down by the misinformation in a tabloid, I suggest you never read a Thai timetable. <laughs> the, <laughs> the boat was two hours late than advertised, but uh, that didn't matter. I still had time to uh, make my um, connection at the end. And on the boat, all of a sudden, the world felt massive. Um, I felt so insignificant. There was sky infinite, sea infinite. I was just a little speck, just marvelling at the wonder of the world. And then I noticed a, a Buddhist monk spack up a Marlboro light, so that's up that thought for a while. <laughs> the, the boat docked, and instantly I knew that I was in a little bit of trouble. Um, I was expecting to arrive at a place called Surat Thani, and the sign said Don Sack. Um, but I was assured there were some coaches to come take us on to Surat Thani. Um, however, I was held there for an hour and a half, 
And then all of a sudden these extraordinary coaches arrived um, with big murals on the side and pink frilly curtains and there was multicoloured carpets on the inside. It was like travelling within a panto dame, it was fantastic. <laughs> And then the coach arrived, but not at Saratani, at another holding station. There was just a few chairs. We were in the middle of nowhere. There was the only thing there was two grumpy women selling rice. And I glanced at the clock and had missed my connection. So I was like, don't panic. Um, I'll go ask the man, see if I can extend my ticket to Crabby. So I went over to the man. Um, can I get to Crabby? No, you cannot. It's full. Okay, don't panic. There are bound to be other people going to Saratani. You can just buddy up with them, make some new traveller friends. After another hour, finally a man calls out, Suratani. So I, just as, a, uh, just as a note, he'd not been doing anything for this hour and a half. I don't know why I had to wait, but there we go. <laughs> I, I slid my bag on my back. I start to move slowly towards the, uh, the um, pickup truck, and I start to glance around. There's no one moving. There's no one moving. I walk slower. There's no one getting up. It's just me. Fine. So I get to the pickup truck, and it's just me. I was the only one stupid enough to think I could do this independently. <laughs> so I set off on my own in the back of a truck, being driven to a town that I've never heard of, knew nothing about, I didn't know the language, I'd missed my connection, and I was pretty scared. Now, Surat Town is not a tourist destination, it's a port with a, with a small town. Think Hull, but with a tad more colour. <laughs> I got dropped off in a small high street, and I tried all kinds of mimes for the bus station, to, to the pickup driver, you know, bus station, bus station, but nothing, he, he had nothing for me. So now all of a sudden my bag feels heavy on my back and I curse myself for, pa for packing five pairs of socks when I've not worn one since I got the plane <laughs> and my, the straps are like razor wire I start sweating it's getting dark you know what had I done three hours ago on a boat I just realized how big the world is and now all of a sudden I'm lost in it fantastic and I wanted to give up I'd been traveling for 10 hours and I don't want to be here and now I'm terrified so my trainer's self-pitying thought was disturbed by a man who asked me where you go I thought, no, please, not now. Please don't try and sell me anything. Not, I'm usually quite good as a tourist to take advantage of. I will buy anything. I'll buy beads, T-shirts, coconut water, anything. But please, not now. So I half spoke and half mimed, hotel? And he said, no problem. And he started walking. I followed him, still cynically thinking, brilliant, now we're just going around your mate's house and he can charge me 50 quid to sleep on his floor. <laughs> but his English was good. And he was a nice guy. He had a lovely uh, round face. He looked more South American than he did Thai. And we got talking. He asked me where I'd come from. And I said I'd come from Kotao and I'm trying to get to Krabby. Krabby. He stopped. He turned on the spot. We go to bus. And I followed him. And then in the distance I saw a vision, which was a bus with Krabby written on the side of it. <laughs> I could have wept with joy. Thank God for the Thai timetables. I thanked him, but he wasn't finished. He walked me all the way to the ticket office. He spoke to the woman in Thai. He bought my ticket. The woman then offered me a teddy. It's free with every ticket. But, <laughs> but I could only see one teddy, so I think she was just being nice. I said thank you again, but he didn't leave me there. He walked me all the way back to the bus. He spoke to the driver for me. He handed in my ticket. He took the pack, which now I'm convinced has got rocks in it or something, and took it in the baggage hall for me. I said, Kopun ka the only word I've picked up, which is thank you. And I get back on the bus, I find a seat, I glance out the window and he stood on the pavement. He's waving at me, goodbye. I wave back, thank you again, goodbye. And then he mouths, I'll be waiting when you get back. Now, I never got his name or the woman who sold me the ticket and offered me the teddy and I'll never see him again and he'll never know that I'm speaking about him tonight. But I'm thankful I met him because he'll never know how lost I was. And I was still smiling an hour into my journey into Krabby, this big, wide, joyful smile, and I just couldn't get rid of it. But 
you know, why would you want to get rid of it? And, <laughs> and as I smiled my smile, I was, I was no longer scared. I'd found my way, and I may not have been over all the panic attacks and the claustrophobia, but I was a bit closer to believing that things generally will always work out. For more stories, or to take part in next month's show, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna Yates. Audio production by Matt Hill at rethinkdaily.co.uk. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.